On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, it's Kidder, myself, and a surprise guest. In fact, it was such a surprise, I didn't even know they were coming. So, enjoy that. As for what we're talking about, we're talking some more trucking. Gonna talk a little wrestling. Yeah, it's a good time. And uh, it's even better now that you're here. So, pull up a seat, pour yourself a beverage, you're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks, okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that is often described as eloquently inaccurate. Huh. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! I really do want to know how you're doing, because uh, I heard you on the radio today. You sounded a bit flat, man. Everything okay over there in Kidder World? I sounded flat? Is is that a bald joke? No, no. It was... Uh, it, <clears throat> it was... Uh, it, it, I was listening to the radio, and uh, you came on, and mm-hmm. you were talking mm-hmm. about... It was right after um, TNT by ACDC. And it just... Hmm. You just didn't seem to have the usual, like, Mark Kidder radio energy. It just, it seemed a bit flat, man. Like, like you were, you were there, but maybe you're, you're tired or, you know, the, Hmm. you know, first 30 minutes of the show had like already drained your soul. It was was a little concerning, (laughs) man. Well, the truth be told, the air conditioning has been out in the st- uh, complete station for about two weeks. <clears throat> so the control room floats between 83 and 87 degrees. That, uh, That's with the window open because it's colder that, that outside it. than it is in there. Mm-hmm. That, would, uh, that would make some sense as to the, uh, yeah, the drained feeling on that. So, oh. mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh Otherwise, it's really bad when how you're, you doing, my brother? Sweating. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly getting my summer shape from being in the sauna. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's that. Just working on my figure, working on my fitness. But um, otherwise, end of another week. It's that time of the year again. We have things to discuss on this show, things and things. So that's a that's a plus. Yeah. How about yourself? How how are you doing? That's that's what everybody uh, really cares about. <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, you know, Kidder, uh, I'm just coming off of a 19 hour work day. Yesterday, I. I, I traveled to a pair of sites. I, uh, I I first started at the Chateau de Morris out in Medora. I had a uh, computer I needed to drop off along with some store merch. And uh, just to get caught up with my site supervisor out there and, and see how things are going. And uh, that turned into a longer visit than I had expected because we're having some sinkhole issues out there. And just as I'm about to leave, our guy who cleans out the septic system showed up wanted to talk to to my site soup 
And it's like, oh, I should hear this. And uh, so, like, almost an hour later, I finally get out of Medora. <laughs> so that was great. Traveled all the way up to the Missouri Yellowstone uh, Confluence Interpretive Center up by Williston. And uh, again, checked out the site, dropped off some store merch, uh, just kind of helped with some overall things up there. Uh, but the main point of the trip was I was attending a meeting of the uh, 6th Infantry. They're a reenactment group. Does a lot of work at uh, Fort Buford, uh, which is up like it's like a quarter of a mile from Bicic. It's also one of my sites. Um, and there's a long history of the 6th Infantry and the Bismarck part of the agency butting heads. So this was kind of a, we've had some leadership change at the site. You know, I thought it'd be a good time to introduce myself and try to start improving the relationship. Uh, but their meeting was scheduled for 730 at night, which means <laughs> I uh, I didn't get done until about 10 o'clock last night. And because I had no real reason to stay over and because I've had just terrible luck uh, when I have stayed in Williston with them giving me the government rate and not charging me sales tax and I didn't really want to then have to put up with like the three emails and a phone call that it usually takes to, to clear that up. I'm like, I'm just going to go home. So I arrived back here in Bismarck uh, this very morning at 2 a.m. <laughs> and uh, got to bed by about 2.30 and Junior woke me up at about 8 o'clock. So uh, mm. but yeah, all all said and done. <clears throat> I worked a 19-hour workday, got about five and a half hours of sleep, then went to work because there were some things that were like pressing deadlines. It's like, ah, so I worked for like four hours today and then came home and just didn't do a whole lot because, I, I man, I'm, I'm dragging. <laughs> As people haven't maybe figured out by the uh, the first part of this show. I was dragging. Mm -hmm. So trying yeah. to keep the energy up for, uh, to get through this. So. Hmm. Well, I just closed my eyes and everything went blurry there when I reopened them. So that's nice. Oh boy. Uh, this is, it sounds it's like a great uh, show. Everybody. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Strap on in for the <laughs> next, <clears throat> as long as we make it. Uh, you'll either see the ambulance paramedic crew showing up, carrying me out, or Howard falling onto his keyboard. What happens first is stick with us. It's anybody's game at this point. Yeah, man, it's a show with some high stakes. Although I won't fall on my keyboard. That would be a pretty long fall. Uh, more than likely, I would fall into this uh, palette of paint that's in front of me. You know. People fall weirdly when they, they lose consciousness. So, I mean, anything is possible. You might even fall into the teepee, and people will wonder where you went, and you'll wake up refreshed like nobody's business because <laughs> nobody will have bothered you for 12 to 14 hours. I'd, I'd probably wake up to some kid screaming because <laughs> they woke up and couldn't find me. <laughs> oh. Now, so, you, get her, you can't uh, hear that in the teepee. There, there's some proof. Not yes. this one. Drinking. <laughs> it's not that it's Drinking. not that expensive of that. But I was gonna say it's time for everybody's favorite segment of the show. 
what's on tap and uh kidder you're already digging in the fridge so might as well let you uh but now he's reorganizing his fridge for some reason he's alphabetizing the cans this is a, a level of detail that oh, i don't that normally see in the time. fridge <laughs> too much time too much time. Get well, I, I was just trying to stall, Kidder, until like you, you sat, like till I see you actually oh. grab a beer and stand up, and like you oh. did right now. So, Kidder, what, what, what are you having? What, what did you pull out of that magical? Thanks, fridge. The wonder, Wonderland. This one apparently got a little angry too. There's a little right at the top there that uh, it's trying to seep out too early. You can't, can't let that happen. Um. I'd also like to mention that it seems the internet is slowing you down even more than what you're already slowing tonight. That's, I don't know uh, if it's happening for both of us, but <clears throat> good golly, <laughs> in 2023, I swear, why can we not have enough internet in the alphabet business that makes quadrillions per year and has all of our information, even if we say no? Just, I'm just wondering. I, I will say, Kidder, it, it is slow on my end too. You, uh, you are coming off very much like a, a dub of a Godzilla movie. Great, that makes two of us. So, future Howard is one either going to really love this or two, leave it as it is because nobody really cares because nobody watches this anyway. Um. Uh, so what's on tap? Uh, this was uh, from local geek, and I believe, at, and his his network of uh, spies across the country to get us every state. <laughs> Pierce Howard Blues is thinking along them same lines, although. Mine looks like it's in high definition, and yours looks like it, it's coming from a, a bad Godzilla movie. <laughs> so uh, these are 4.5% alcohol by volume. They are from Weibo, Montana, in Weibo County. That's the, the, the drink we're going to have, Fat Kid Creamsicle Ale. I don't know if they're saying something about us. That's you know what? I was I was actually going to make that uh, same same joke there, Kidder. It's like what what is the local geek implying uh, giving us this? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hope that this this is my first uh, time trying anything from the Beaver Creek Brewery, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I chose this one, Kidder, because it's a it's a full pint, and I'm parent in charge again this weekend. So this is my one. Mm. So it better be good, mm. local geek. Better be good. Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Two, consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. To that we say, bottoms up and local geek, thanks for the round. What do you got on the sniffer? I couldn't really sniff anything. It smells uh, sour to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a sense of an IPA. Hmm. Okay, let's give it a shot. I'm kind of confused. It's got like a, a slight sour, but not a real strong sour. But it's got like a creamy aftertaste, tin of orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just kind of feels like a mess when you... Yeah, it, I mean, but I don't know about you, but it feels like a mess on the palate, you know. There's a lot happening all at once. Yeah. It's kind of like this show. A lot happening all at once. Except for the long, awkward pauses that Future Howard will eventually edit out so that we sound nice and smooth. Ah, we've been there for, for dramatic effect. <laughs> That's okay. I like my radio I'd shows. Maybe... <laughs> I would uh, rate this kidder... Oh, well, maybe like a 3.1. I was thinking 2.89321.85. A little lower on, on my scaling. But not by much. Fractions. For, for, a second when, yeah, for a second when you were reading off that number, I thought you were going to go with an 8675309 joke in there. No, because... Local geek ain't got no Jenny Jenny. <laughs> what? Ah, nothing. This this leg is messing with me. Like I I feel like I'm stomping all over you every time you try to say anything. So now I'm leaving extra pauses. And I mean, it's not as bad as the leg we had in episode two of this show, but this is kind of the worst leg we've had in mm -hmm. a while. Quite some time. So let's try this. Um, guess I'm all by myself now. The Mark Kidder has left the show. Welcome back to that same old Google Meet that you just left. Oh, and a uh, whole lot of the same. Oh, yeah. Yep. Only the names have all changed since you've been around. Hmm. And I'm going to stop there before <laughs> whoever has the musical rights to welcome back Cotter comes after me. <clears throat> sure. Although you would think that they would be kind like happy that we were doing it. <laughs> bringing it back. Yeah, bring, bring, it bring the rights back. Yeah. I just meant to like, you know, the fact that anybody's talking about Welcome Back Cotter. You know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll be the next big Hollywood remake. Welcome Back Cotter. Did you ever watch that one, Kidder? No. Neither did I. I know John Travolta was in it. Hmm. And I know the theme song, and that's about it. Well, let's try and uh, <clears throat> save this train wreck. And uh, 
Well, that's not really going to work, so we might as well just call it a night. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very curious as to to what and why, because uh, as you can see, it even kicked off my weather stream for some reason. Which hey, you know, you know how happy that makes me. Oh, you're you're always thrilled when that happens. I, I was going to say, Kidder, uh, and I don't know if this is true, so you, you can correct this, as you probably will. Uh, but last night as I was about to uh, leave Wilson, I stopped at a gas station, pick up a beverage for the road, and as I was uh, walking into said gas station, uh, a couple of young ladies walked out, and they, I overheard their conversation and they're like, apparently Dickinson's in a tornado warning right now, which was like, great. I'm heading towards Dickinson, but no, 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 no tornado warning. No, no. I will say it was some really nice light. Like, like I got a gosh. great, great light show all the way across most of my drive home. There's that. But I was just curious. If that was accurate or not. So, here we go. Get her confirms. Howard was in no danger. I mean, there weren't any tornadoes. The the fact of you being in or not being in danger, that's a whole separate issue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that is probably true. So, Kidder, I see you got your, your weather stream back up and running. Yeah, just just restarted it, so now it has a different link. So, stop by youtube.com slash 213, T-U-E-Z-1-3, and click like on the KRD and Eyewitness Weather Now stream, because it's a new stream. Mm. So, Kidder, should, should we hop into the yeah. big announcement that occurred this week? <clears throat> Are, are we talking wrestling? We are talking wrestling. Oh, I, I, I thought you might have uh, wanted to wait. I mean, you know, there's other things, and I didn't think you noticed that I was wearing a shirt or something like that. So, oh, certain I, I things. I did. Oh, you, oh, really? Oh. I did. Oh. I did. I, I and, noticed. Uh, and the the back. The, the backdrop too with the right yeah yeah mm-hmm. I in fact I my original like smooth transition I was going to make a comment about the t-shirt mm. and then I mm-hmm. in my uh, kind of delusional state and the fact that it's taken us this long to get here had forgotten that I was going to uh, use the t-shirt as my transition point so oh and uh, what would you say about said T-shirt? Well, I was just going to say, Kidder, I, I happened to notice that you are wearing a uh, a knees-to-faces shirt, and uh, yeah. that, that is probably in celebration of the big announcement that was made this week. See? Hell yeah! And if you're watching this, it means that tomorrow night, tomorrow night, TNT, 7 p.m. Central Time, the best in the world returns to the ring 
in AEW Saturday Night Collision or AEW Saturday Collision or AEW Collision. Whatever they settle on, and it's kind of like um, some of the old WCW uh, logoing with the red and yellow. <clears throat> so there's that. It's very close in the logoing to WCW. In fact, I've seen a couple of things comparing the two. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the classic, hey, let me work off of your homework. I'll change it enough so they don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask I was gonna ask you about it since uh yeah, since it came up, but I, I was gonna say, kid, because I mean you've done quite a bit of graphic design in your uh many different careers. And I was just curious, how do you feel about this logo? And, you know, is it, would you say that it is bordering on like plagiarism in such a way? Well, I mean, the text itself is different. So in, in a lot of ways in the potential for plagiarism, copyright law, uh, they may have a chance due to its similarities. However, if they have already reached some kind of agreement in the background, or it's been long enough without that trademark being placed that it uh, is no longer in effect. Um, a couple different things that could happen. Kind of depends on the company, uh, like WCW, i.e. WWE these days, who owns media rights and essentially all of WCW. So couple things that are up in the air about that yeah i was just kind of curious your what your take would be on it because i when i saw it i'm like wow that is like very similar and i wonder how the wwe feels about you know that mm -hmm. logo being that they basically bought wcw and therefore would have the rights mm -hmm. but i'm sure they don't really care or we'll find out in about six months <laughs> or less I mean to me I if I were them I just wouldn't care you do that you just become more of the heel of the wrestling industry getting back to yeah with the main announcement Kidder yeah so CM yeah. Punk's coming back yes and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this uh, run with Punk looks like <laughs> Uh, and Very I, I even saw, to see. Yeah, I even saw that they were, at least I saw in one thing that even Ace Steel is back with this. Apparently, so, he's been back for a few months or even more at this point. Yeah. Just hadn't been announced for a while. Things have been worked out. There's non-disclosure agreements that have been signed between all parties, and they have separated and moved on, apparently. It'll be interesting. I don't know if you've heard anything about like who they might pair him up with for a first program. Any, any Chris leading Jericho's thoughts? Jericho's name has been floating around. Also, um, Samo Joe is in there <clears throat> and there's a couple other names too. Uh, even I was going to say Rusev, but uh, 
yes. Could be a couple other Mirror, other individuals. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I was just kind of curious because I haven't heard like I've I've heard a few names uh going over, but like one of the things I haven't heard is like titles moving over. You know, like I haven't heard that any of the title holders are gonna feature prominently, or are they gonna try to do what WWE tried to do or it's like if you're a title holder, you can appear on either show. That's what it looks like at this point, where you're somewhat stuck to a show, but it's not preventing you from going to another show. All these questions because I haven't been following it, so <laughs> so and how I'm do you feel about a brand split tomorrow? I don't like it. I hate the brand split to begin with. I don't want it. Don't want to see it. I want nothing to do with it. It doesn't belong. Even with uh, all of the roster that AEW has, they don't need to split because you kind of will see people on one show more than another, and so they're somewhat assigned to that show. It should really be the case for WWE as well because they're already going away from the draft. It's it's a giant joke to me, and I hated the draft. I talked about it. In fact, go back a few episodes to when we talk about the draft because then you'll learn all about it in my 20-minute rant about it. So needs to go away. Uh, AEW should just keep staying the course, keep doing the thing, and it is what it is. I mean, I can see it. I know it's just terrible audio. Um. I know they could see it uh, or see a use for it with AEW just because their roster is so huge. So I could I could see a value to hey getting some people some some extra screen time and such, but I don't know. I also interesting kidder. I I wonder if you've seen anything on this. I know that like WWE always gets criticized for like being part of the problem in there being too much wrestling content. You know, this is another show that you're going to have to watch every week in order to keep up with all the storylines. Yeah. You know, so it will be a two hour program. Uh, There was a three hour ring of honor show and people complained to Tony Khan that it was way too long and was drug out way too much. And basically, he replied in a general sense that uh, the message was received and they were trimming everything to two hours in that sense. Uh, I think two hours is about the right time for what they have going on because they show uh, a rampage Friday nights will be sticking around and that show goes by. Very fast. It's the fastest hour in wrestling on television. I mean, it's true. And so that one feels like it's very, very crammed where it could use an extra half hour or even a second hour. But if they're bringing on this show, I don't want another hour. (laughs) Please don't put a different hour on uh, so we can keep the two hours there on Saturday. And I think that'll be just fine. 
again, they do a, a really good job in, in my opinion, of rotating people in and out of television. You have your stars on pretty much every week uh, on at least one of the shows. And I think that's more than enough. You know, that's what we used to see back in the day when you watched Raw and when SmackDown started, you would you'd see the big stars at the time. And then each show had uh, kind of their assigned talent, if you will. And then obviously the velocity and heat shows, depending if it was Raw or SmackDown's talent uh, pool, <laughs> the NXT back in the day. Uh, I would almost, I mean, they're not going to do it, but NXT could almost go back to not airing on television. I mean, I, enough people watch it, clearly. I don't watch it. I don't follow it. They've been also sending people down from the main roster again, including Baron Corbin and uh, Mustafa Ali. So they have returned, even though Mustafa Ali is going to be on SmackDown next week. So I don't really know how they're doing that. Because again, brand split, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> There's no point to it. So Saturday Collision, officially, if you're watching this on a Friday when the it debuted, thanks for joining us, by the way. And tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time, Saturday the 17th, <clears throat> bam, TNT, set your DVR. I will be setting mine very shortly because... It's uh, not available on the 17th yet. So, ready to go. I'm excited. It's in Chicago from the United Center. So, it should be a pumped up atmosphere. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah. I, I, I will say, one thing that I, I was hearing was that uh, the ticket sales for the show had not been all that great and uh, have picked up a little bit and should hopefully have picked up now that they have officially announced uh, that Punk is actually on the show. So seems like the Chicago crowd would not have been too into tuning in if Punk wasn't there. So, yeah, just to share. Sounds about right. It will be, uh, it'll be that. interesting. In WWE. Tonight on SmackDown. They celebrated Roman Reigns 1000 day reign. As undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And by doing so they showed a whole bunch of clips throughout the past however many years and months that he has been champion. It's hard to tell because he's only defended the titles like twice. So there's that. Uh, but a thousand days, technically a thousand six as of this recording. So you can do the math if you're watching this as it's uh, released. <clears throat> and Triple H came out first to honor the 1000 day reign as champion. <laughs> And uh, something that hasn't been done in over 40 years, apparently. And brand new championship belt 
debuted combining the WWE and Universal Championship into the WWE Undisputed Championship. Finally. Well, I, I think I mean, the belt I, isn't good. Oh, like it's it's not a good-looking belt? It's basically the same, and then they mirrored some colors. I, I was going to say, I, I do like the name. I'll, I'll give it that. Uh, just because like, I was never a fan of like Universal Champion. Not a name that I was like, ooh, thrilled over. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of figured that they were going to do that eventually because, you know, at some point, at some time, they will put somebody else in that uh, championship position. And I don't think they necessarily want them to have to have, you know, try and carry two belts around all the time. Now we know. Uh, I happen to send you a screenshot. Of the new belt, so then you can see how the more things change, the more they stay the same. I am pulling this up right now. Just, you know. I know for uh, editing purposes, I didn't want to actually toss it up on the screen and make this thing even worse because, well, we know how how it is already it's okay it uh, it's not bad but i don't know it's not not my favorite little little too heavy on the gold if you ask me and, and by that like you look at the heavyweight title it's even that is a little too much gold you know i don't know maybe my eyes are getting worse but it just looks like a giant hubcap of gold <laughs> and such I yeah this one yeah I like it better than the the red and blue that they were doing for the titles so I'll give it that that's better than the spinner belt <laughs> you know the more belts that they have that are the same I the more I miss that spinner belt <laughs> I don't know why. Just because it was different, I guess. <clears throat> I think I miss the U.S. spinner belt the most. <laughs> um, I actually uh, caught a little bit of an interview uh, where they were talking with Edge. And he was talking about how when he uh, finally got the title, they, they told him, oh, yeah, we're going to do a, a custom belt. And he was like, great. And he went home and he, he kind of drew up a little sketch of a design and he brought it in. It's like, here's what I'm thinking. And they're like, well, that looks, uh, I mean, that looks fine, but uh, I think we're just going to just slap your R on the uh, the old belt. And he's like, I hate the spinner belts. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Edge, not mm -hmm. a fan of the uh, the old spinner belt. Now, had there been the in punk we trust belt that I somehow found on the internet uh, again probably just a fan rendering but that belt was was really really awesome yeah and uh, a friend of mine Jeremy actually has a Cody Rhodes tribute belt that he had custom created that's kind of based hmm. off the winged eagle belt. 
Interesting. That was very cool. Yeah. I mean, I I will say, like, I don't know. I'm not the huge, like, I'm not one of these guys who's, like, you'd never see me own a belt, right? It's not that. How do you keep your pants up? Thank you. To me, I I don't know. I've never been like so big into like the designs of the belts quite so much. I don't know. That's just not something I've ever been like super caring about. If that makes sense. Sure. You know, I I know that there are some people who like they get really into the belts. They own their own, you know, sets of belts. I'm not just talking about you, Kidder. You know, oh, I raised my hand because I thought that was your cue for me to stand up because the smoking skull belt is awesome, even though they changed the design on it to continue to be able to sell it. And then, of course, the ECW ELCW (laughs) World Championship. Yeah, I mean, listen, I it's like I've never it's not like I ever judged you for like owning belts, right? Cool. Cool if you want those. Uh, you know, for me, I don't know. I just I don't know what I would do with them. And I'm not one to just like have stuff around that I never use. Like Pacific so. Rim. I'm going to watch it eventually, man. I, eventually. I mean, if Lane actually still tuned in, then he could he could join me on that one. But <laughs> what was uh, which title was it that CM Punk held for the longest time? That was the WWE Championship. Okay. For uh, yeah. I think is it is it on the shirt? Let me see. Ow! Ah, I just ripped my knee open. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I say this because I think yep, it is was... this one. There you go. Yeah, three sixty six. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, I think that Roman Reigns just crossed that with the uh, with the WWE title and just knocked Punk off of that, the top of that list. So. Because I, I know we're we're talking about his thousand days, but that's he had the universal championship first, and for the longer for a longer chunk of that time, and has not held uh, the WWE the WWE championship all of that time. So there you go. Fun fact <clears throat> for those who are caring or wanting to know. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm get. I'm getting there. I'm. I'm helping I with does. the facts. Once I actually uh, get there. Um, yeah. No. It, 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 it's okay. I. Uh, I kind of stalled all I could. <laughs> yeah. Howard, Howard is is trying to to keep up with all of this. <laughs> all right. So. On the list for overall combined reigns of 
the champion. Roman is at number 10 with over 543 days of the WWE title. He just passed Stone Cold with a, a collective six. Roman Reigns is at a collective four reigns f- to make this um, number. And then Randy Savage, AJ Styles, and CM Punk. His total 462 between the two title reigns that he had. But on this run, he is at 425. And if I go back and go back and go back and go back because it has them all listed in order. CM Punk, uh, according to this, had 434 days. I see we have some more uh, some more news from the old wrestling world on the old run sheet. Yeah. So we've talked about Dark Side of the Ring. And I don't believe you have had the opportunity to watch any of the episodes from the first three seasons, correct? Uh, incorrect. Ah. I have watched episodes of it. I haven't watched necessarily like full seasons of it, but I, I have seen uh, bits and pieces here and there. Gotcha. So, And what were some of the episodes you've seen? So we know. Um... See, I've watched the one on the murder of Gino Hernandez. Uh, what else? There's the one on the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. I watched. Um, oh, what's his name? He was an ECW guy who had a lot of issues. Sabu? <laughs> no, it wasn't Sabu. No. Um, I've watched the uh, plane ride from hell episode um as i said just kind of like i I catch like a couple each season so gotcha fair enough well this past tuesday fourth season debuted brand new episodes rolling out and this uh season four is starting off with the episode or if you may remember, uh, Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch, who we've talked about on this show many times, mm-hmm. and talking about the uh, teenage romance of them and the infidelity and drug addiction and mutual self-destruction and Chris eventually making it to uh, TNA impact suffering a leg injury and then flying and having a blood clot form as a result of those several things and him dying from the blood clot reaching his heart. So very, very interesting, and yeah, this is you know kind of sad, right? Because the rise and fall of two people. Uh, Chris was a phenomenal wrestler, former WWF champion, 
and held several other championships in WWF and uh, other promotions. And as you may remember, uh, Tammy was known as Sonny. And at the advent of AOL and the internet, she was the most downloaded woman of the early 2000s. The fame was there, and then it got worse, and people she hung out with, and and she got tangled up with Shawn Michaels for a while, and um, more addiction, and and then as we discussed in this show, she was driving, even though she wasn't supposed to be, and she was drunk again, and she killed a dude. She's uh, still in prison, so kids, don't drink and drive. Just stay at home, and don't take the knives out of the knife block and chase your significant other. Yeah, no, they had quite the career and quite the downfall when you look at everything. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to see if I can catch some of these in the fourth season. Um, they're always like excellent and very well done. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they even um, did a two-parter in Chris Benoit in season two. They, uh, they have covered quite a few, um, quite a few stories. And I've learned a lot, you know, like, I think that's what kind of makes it interesting is hearing some of these stories from people who were there. Uh, Like the one, I don't know. Did you see the one on Bruiser Brody at all? Don't believe so. That, that one is just a very fascinating, you know, kind of story because he was one of these larger than life guys who people really liked. He was popular. He drew money. And he went down to Puerto Rico and angered one of the wrestlers there. And the wrestler literally came into the shower room after the match and stabbed him. And he he died right there in the the showers. Some of these stories that you never really kind of got to hear, you know, people talk about and such. So it's it's an interesting series. I'll, I'll give it that. Interestingly enough, it looks like you can watch it free on Pluto TV or the Roku channel, even through Hulu with subscription, uh, Philo TV, buy it on YouTube, rent it on Amazon Prime, or watch it free on Tubi. There's some different options, even available on the internet that you can you can watch. And the next one comes out June 7th. And obviously, as you're watching this, you're like, that was uh, last week. That's us. There's more of them. Always relevant. (laughs) At one point, we'll get it right. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We will. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe Tuesday. Tuesday seems good. Maybe my knee will be fine in two weeks. You know, you you keep complaining about your knee, Kidder. What happened to your knee? What is up with 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 the knee? Oh, as I tried to turn around to show my shirt because uh, I I can't read the back of my shirt from here, and uh, had my my keyboard extended out here, and uh, brought the knee up and just went straight along the uh, the old side of the front of, of that and just scraped the crap out of it. there's blood everywhere damn car crash at some point too earlier 
this week or over last weekend. I don't know what I did on my on my other calf, but I have still a, a giant bruise the size of a softball. <laughs> so, hey, I don't know what's happening. I could make a presidential joke there, but I'll I'll refrain because this is a non-political show. <laughs> that is true. That you know is what true. I'm talking about too. So uh, we'll leave it at that. If you know, you know. So I weigh or I Y K Y K. You gotta. Maybe that's why we're not getting the the views because we're not using the the catchy hashtags and acronyms and emojis maybe we need to start throwing emojis into our our titles for episodes that'll that'll bring the kids in oh, oh okay i'll uh the the young adults i should say that are now kids to us as it was long enough ago that we graduated noted i will uh i'll try to put some emojis <laughs> in the titles <laughs> i especially at the red dots and the stop signs and and uh the eggplants and <laughs> you know i i really don't speak emoji so this could go terribly wrong you know i'm gonna put up something and you're gonna be like howard take that down you you realize what you said no <laughs> sorry howard wasn't completely sure he he decided to travel to Korea and try and speak the language. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a big emoji user. Never have been. Hashtag. It's just one of those where it's like, it adds to the length of like text messages and such. Mm -hmm. Like if I have to then pull up the old, you know, here, okay, here's the emojis, you know, and then, okay, find the one I want and put it in there. Mm -hmm. It's like that. That's that's extra work. I don't need to do uh, that. I'm kind of lazy on my texting. <laughs> Fair enough. At least you get back to it every once in a while. I, you know, I try, I try, but I will say I am also guilty of a lot of times looking like when somebody texts me, I'll like read it and go, I don't need to respond. <laughs> you know. I, I just that's just, why I never hear from you. That, that, I mean, it, I, I responded to him six years ago. Eh, I'll be fine. <laughs> that is how a lot of our conversations uh, tend to go. Is you'll send me a text and I'll read it and I'll go, yeah, yes, mm -hmm. interesting, and I'll just that's it. That's all you'll get out of me. <clears throat> I'm trying to see if I even had an example. Okay, yeah, I don't have a quick example on there. <clears throat> oh, but. I thought you were typing one up for a second. No, no. I'm talking to you. Why do I need to text you right now? I. What am I gonna do? Yeah, teeth. I uh, I still have my teeth. I'm good. You don't need to text those over to me. No, the the model I'm currently painting and I, I just realized that I hadn't painted her mouth and she's got teeth. So got some white out here to just uh, give her the old pearly whites. And I think we'll call her done. I believe. 
Hello, uh, Don. The man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder here. Actually, now that I look at it, there's a few little touch-up things I need to get. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the way, hey, it's the, it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you take anything like this and you you look at it and you go, oops, I missed this detail or I missed that detail. Hey, you know, since we're speaking of hobby, Kidder. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you, you know, in one of our last episodes, I talked about how, uh, you know, we keep talking about American Truck Simulator. Hell yeah. And how, like, our trucking content seems to be doing pretty well and how... I'm not careful. You guys will be bugging me to be more involved with it. And I made a comment about, yeah, maybe I'll build a, you know, a truck model kit on, on the show. Well, kidder, uh, when I was coming home from work, I, tonight, I was like, you know what? Let me stop at the old hobby lobby and see what they got for truck model kits. Cause maybe oh, I'll man. do that. And of course, you know, I'm a completionist kind of guy, so I, I looked at the what they had and you know what I didn't know, because I haven't built a truck model kit before. But on most of these, uh you you have to buy two parts. You have to buy the cab as one piece, and then you have to actually buy the trailer as a second piece. And I looked at what they had, Kidder, it would have cost me like 80 bucks. <laughs> You know, to to paint up a brother's blue semi truck, hmm. and I just said, "Nope, not gonna do it." So that uh, that project is now uh, on hold. So I couldn't I couldn't quite believe just how expensive those kits were. But. So what about um, <clears throat> a lower level project, maybe a Kickstarter or something like that? You can. You can get in on the the cost effective level of these things. Uh, you know the the problem is is that like there's just not a call that I have found for like model semi trucks on the old Kickstarter world. Um, and if you find anything like that, it's usually like a three D printing element. Like, hey, you can get these STS. STL files and 3D print a semi truck. Not the like most helpful in that sense. So we're just gonna have to wait, Kidder. It's just how it goes. Uh, also, well, since we're kind of on the uh, the trucking, <clears throat> yeah, Kidder. Uh, as you know, last week uh, we were we were surprised. Well, you you knew because you're the one who set it up, but uh, we were joined at least in a sense, uh, by one rude boy, Kyle, as he was playing. Yeah. And, uh, we got to see the whole, uh, he, he took going to sun road up to Logan pass. Unfortunately for the audience that happened after we finished the, uh, the episode. So they didn't get to see that. Um, so we're going to putting together a video yeah. of that kid because I was kind of curious, like, after we talked about it, hey, you know, how accurate was this? So I actually went into Google Earth and I actually pulled up Logan Pass. And, uh, Kidder, I got some things to show you. 
Are you so, pulling a Wade Barrett and you've got some bad news? Uh, no. No. <clears throat> there, there she is. Yep. Yeah. So, Kinder, one of the things that we uh, we commented on was the fact that we were curious if we could see the trails back behind. Um, and I don't have a... I, I didn't grab a photo of the actual street view, but no, you actually can't from the from the road uh, see any of the trails in the first place. So they actually got that right. Uh, but they actually did a very good job of capturing this area. But here's the interesting thing, Kidder, and the thing that I think you will enjoy the most. Because uh, when he did this, you will recall that we both commented that the Logan Pass parking lot was far too empty. Mm -hmm. I know why it was empty in the game. And if you recall, and I'll, I'll for the audience, you'll get the actual uh, remembrance of this because I'll pull it up the same thing. Um, if you go to the street view, hmm. there it is. And Kidder, right next to this red car is where you have to park the truck for the scenic view. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So literally, they they went to street view and looked at this and rebuilt this image yeah. in it. Without the park ranger walking by. Correct. Hmm. <laughs> but I was well, kind of disappointing in that part because it must have been what six o'clock in the morning when they came through, maybe eight. Oh yeah, it, it's ridiculously early. But I mean, you can see, like I was saying back here, like you can't see the trail going up from behind. So I mean, they got that right, but that explains why their parking lot was empty and what you know. And then they have you park out here by this red car. So it was kind of an interesting thing to look at and go, wow, they actually, okay, I give them a lot of credit. That's a lot of detail, but I clearly could see where you're pulling up Google Street Views as you're creating some of your imagery. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. thought it was worth sharing with you. Just and because, course. as I said. Okay. We have to go to the episode from last week to see the full video. Well, again... No, because that's not going to make it <laughs> in. But uh, what it does mean that, hey, by the time you see this, if you go back in our videos, you will probably see a video about comparing American Truck Simulator to the real world, where you'll get to see the footage from Rude Boy Kyle, our reactions, and, hey, probably this section of the podcast. So if you're watching that exact video and seeing this, you're welcome for the little bit of a spoiler. See, it pays to watch all of our content. You'll never know what you're going to get spoiled for you. Like Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Or Ant-Man Quantumania. I don't think we have spoiled either of those. Probably not. But... Yeah. Did you... Uh... Well, yeah, because you, you've seen all of those. Yep. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <clears throat> so you've seen them. Yep. Mm -hmm. I did. You will laugh as you're trying to remember your train of thought. Uh, so Thor Love and Thunder, that's the latest release in the Thor series. Uh, I happened to see that it was on sale at Best Buy. I was like, go, oh, this must have just been released. It's on sale. I'll buy it. I can get the exclusive steel book, match the collection. I got it. 
go onto my handy dandy phone here and pull up my app for cataloging all of my movies and it's already in there (laughs) (laughs) now unlike younger me who would receive said movie and then just rip it open out of excitement i had not done that yet so a couple days later i drove my happy ass over to best buy and went uh here you go i didn't realize that i already own this because uh if i only had an app that would do that for me and i had checked said app before i had ordered said product So there's so there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, well, the only thing wrong is that I I don't need two of them. <laughs> Surprisingly, didn't like. What you could always gift it to somebody. Surely you know somebody who needs to see Thor: Love and Thunder. No, because uh, it would end up on somebody's shelf behind his head in a podcast for about thirty years. <laughs> hey, did you watch that? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. We started to watch um, Wally tonight with the kids. Oh, yeah, we got about thirty minutes in, and then it was time for dinner. So, is what it is. So they made you stop. We stopped. Yeah. Hmm. So, might try to watch it with the uh, kids later this week. Hmm. Or weekend. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling after this show. Probably feel like taking about a 12-hour nap. That would be good. Probably not going to happen, though. <laughs> In case you're curious, I'm I'm looking at some of the different mods that are available for American Trucking Simulator. <clears throat> see what, what's new on the mod store, you know? See if there's something that I need... Rude boy and I need to add, you know, something like that. Haven't come across anything really yet. Are you guys still playing that pretty regularly or has it kind (laughs) of slowed down some? We've both been been busy with uh, other things, and so we haven't had time to hit the open road in a couple weeks. My uh, gas pedal finger is itching for a drive. (laughs) I I'm sure it is, because uh, you guys tend to play that pretty consistently. So we we did for a little bit there. We we certainly did. Uh, no, that's uh, where's the color I'm looking for? Right in front of you. Yeah, it it is. It's just um, I've I've fallen a little bit behind on putting my paints away. So if I if I go like that. Mm. You can kind of see, hey, welcome to the upside down view. Um, you can kind of see, here, we'll, we'll fix it. Uh, Howard's got a ton of paint out. And so trying to find the exact paint I'm looking for is a um, bit of a challenge right now. <laughs> I'll find it. Have you done any other uh, gaming? I know you said you haven't been able to do truck simulating, but. Uh, Anything else been able to like make it to your uh, console? Your mm, no, no. Battlefield, 
2042 has a, a new update, a new season coming out, and <laughs> I haven't really... I think I may have played one match of the last season, so it's been quite some time. It says there's a Raw skin and a SmackDown skin. I just searched WWE and the the download or the oh uh, mods, I guess you'd call them. On it's in the workshop on Steam. WWE Raw trailer that you can then drive, just like you see in the background. Or perhaps a WWE SmackDown trailer. Although they're a little old because on the SmackDown trailer, it has King Corbin and Sasha Banks as the women's champion. Hmm. Yeah, that is a little uh, little old. They also have a Becky Lynch skin for one of the trucks. If you remember the Last kicker truck. Mm. What was that? WrestleMania when she drove that? I think so. Uh, even on this one, there's another pay or uh, uh, skin for uh, Kenworth truck that has Paige on one side and John Cena on the other. So nothing like being relevant. <laughs> <clears throat> yep, that sounds about right. Even though this game isn't even that old. <laughs> well, you know, you're in the modding community, so depending on maybe the f- person who's putting that together and maybe when they're a fan of of certain gimmicks or things like that, you end up with like, hey, we're doing this truck because I liked King Corbin. I mean, at least his music was great then. That is true. He They did do him kind of dirty with the getting rid of his music. Definitely not happy. As a result of that. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Such a good theme. It, it was. It was a very good theme. It just goes to show that they, uh, you know, need to knock that off, kind of the changing of themes all the time. Or come to us before they decide to change, and then we can approve or deny. Because clearly we know. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> oh. Well, here I was hoping. You can download a GPS for Darth Vader to tell you where to go. It'd only really be cool if, like, every time, like, you miss your turn, instead of, like, recalculating, it just goes, I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's definitely possible. Making it seem like you're always purposely, like, not trusting where to go or to follow him. Let's see. What else do we have that we can chat about? I know I put on the run sheet game shows. I think that was because there was something that you said in the last episode that's like, oh, game shows. Hey, just when, you know, it's been a while since we've had somebody knock down the old door to the tavern. (laughs) What's happening, lads? Ladies and gentlemen, it is one rude boy, Kyle. Hello. He heard these these two mother truckers talking about a sim. So, (laughs) are you guys tonight trucking along? Yeah, (laughs) one way or another, with about eighteen flat tires. (laughs) How about yourself, rude boy? What do you got going on over there? Oh, just uh, getting ready to have a little time off of work and uh, do a little chillaxing, and uh, can't think of a uh, much better way than. Hanging out with you twos and uh, driving wherever the trucks uh, take us. So, how about well, you, you guys? A, last week, you'll you have a special video to check out. So make yeah. sure you go back in time and watch that. I'll be sure to. 
Yeah. What kind of hibbity bibbity is this? We've been chatting truck simulator quite a bit lately. Yeah. Yeah. But I I like the the combination of uh, being able to concentrate to a point, but it also helps you zone out and uh, relax. So it's I'd say it's a a good thing to uh, I'd say if if you like uh, there's there's plenty of areas if you're talking uh, technical type of driving they have uh, heavy haul and uh, and special cargo where you have to take turns that uh, aren't really designed for a uh, truck plus hundred foot trailer and you're hauling a cargo that's being guided by an escort front and the back but uh and then there's there's also the time where if you just want to go see some scenery you can go do that too so i uh i remember not too long ago we were browsing uh was it uh western montana so we were uh we were talking about that actually not that long ago (laughs) that's last week yep gotta go gotta go ahead back in time (laughs) Get the doctor, <clears throat> you know, the doctor or Doc Brown. Is this the 50s or 1999? You know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying? So how's the, how's the show been so far? Oh, it's been a show. Yeah. <laughs> the first half of the show, it, it was a, a bad uh, import foreign dub because the the interwebs were not on our side no matter what we did yeah had an issue with the uh the mobile internet with verizon last night it was uh late but uh it was probably only about a 10 minute thing that it uh showed i had zero signal so but i wasn't the only one hmm Otherwise, I think we're both just uh, fighting a little bit of being tired. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, a couple of months. <laughs> I'm not going to make another shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to make more merchandise, but mm. uh, yeah, there's there's been plenty that's going on, and just uh, taking the opportunity to take some time off, and yeah. But yeah, it's it's good to be on the show again. And uh, what? Uh, I'm waiting for the, the music to turn down on the on the game here. But huh? What? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, yeah. It's uh, what what the uh, what two cents can I add for American or Euro Truck Simulator? <laughs> well, we ain't got nothing to worry about with a Euro trucks because they're driving on the wrong side of the road and that means that that's it's, not it's american only in, it's only in the uk there mark oh well <laughs> that's that's un-american <laughs> and there and there are plenty more countries than just the uk in euro truck simulator what <sighs> and, and <coughs> oh i got him oh, going excuse me excuse me <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to want to get mark too fired up too soon but i'd say there are a lot more mods for leds mm. in the uh euro truck sim community so mm. there is that but sounds like another game that i would uh although get and then get 25 percent coverage 
and, uh, and then half just get pissed because <laughs> I, I couldn't get a hundred percent. Well, it's uh, I'll say this that if if you're going for road coverage, that one is uh, more generous than. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't think you have the Texas DLC yet, do you? For for ATS? that's a big new. Yeah, yeah, that one specifically is. Uh, we'll call it stingy with how they give you what you drive on. It's almost lane. Well, I, I wouldn't say it's lane by lane, but uh, uh, direction of travel for that chunk of road. Um, just one of the minor gripes that people have had online. And there, there are times when it's like, uh, eh, just give me the, give me the completion per, I know there's some of us out there that are completionists and it's like, I've driven this road before, but I haven't taken this exit before. Whereas sometimes it gives you that exit or the whole interchange in Euro truck simulator. It's like, well, it's uh, you have to be a little more, thorough with your driving in ATS versus uh, the Euro truck sim. But, yeah. I was trying to see if there's maybe a, a mod out there to uh, assist in uh, said uh, <laughs> driving. But uh, I don't uh, haven't come across one yet. Yeah, unless you go find somebody else's uh, Game save, I think you might be out of luck. But yeah, I, uh, hardwired to self destruct. <laughs> Maybe we should get the improved guardrails mod too. What's wrong with the guardrails? Uh, <laughs> Who knows? You don't know what you don't know. That's true. So uh, I'm sending, and I, I made the executive decision. Uh, there, Jaco, that um, sending Rude Boy on location on assignment for us one week ago as of the this airing. Uh, Smackdown! Live from Des Moines! Hmm. So he's, he's got to go and, and give us give us the true atmosphere. Give us what's happening there. Oh, I'll be watching I'll be watching it live Loud and on location <laughs> as best in the I can. <laughs> that turned down the game volume. Yeah, it's uh, the mix between uh, hot me, mic, <laughs> me hearing you guys versus let's see, master volume. We'll set that above master, master 50%. See if that's any better. Yeah, we were really hoping you'd be able to go down there and uh, rub elbows or drop elbows with the superstars, get some photos, some autographs. Well, if autographs. if the the kind viewers of the show would uh, be willing to make a, a generous contribution to to help pave my way to to make that happen then i uh, there there might be a situation that i might be able to make that happen but uh we'll get you your 25 bucks back <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who donated that some guy lz yeah, some guy some guy uh good times. 
What you paint, What you paint tonight? Are we? Well, I'm trying to finish up just a collection of models on my table. So so far, I got three ready to be sealed. So we got a uh, minotaur here. Let's see if we can get it. To nice. Him. So he's all done, ready to be coated. We got a uh, little dwarf mm -hmm. character, all done. Again, ready to be sealed. Do you do a uh, a hand painted seal, or do you do like a spray just to cover um, things? I have a a matte varnish resin that I paint on. Okay, so you do the the hand hand sealing as well. Yep, got okay. this little golem cloth golem guy. Nice, he's all done. And then uh, I'm just finishing up some details on a uh, skeleton minotaur. So should have at the end of this four models done. So very good. I'm just going in and highlighting metal. So it's. Uh, Trying not to screw it up because it's like I am almost done with this thing, <laughs> and uh, you miss this, but I'll rehash it. I, I did tell Kidder because we've been talking truck simulators so much. I said, you know, I might have to. You know, you guys are going to be bothering me to start playing the game. <laughs> I said maybe my contribution will be uh, I'll go out and buy a model kit for an eighteen wheeler. Yeah, and, and then assemble that. And I went, and I, I went and I looked at them today, and to get an actual 18-wheeler plastic model kit with both the cab and the trailer was like 88 to like $90. Wow. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Do they sell just the trucks? They sell just the cab. Okay. So I could get just the cab, but it's I'm, I'm a bit of a completionist. It's like if I'm going to do the whole cab, I might as well. Yeah. The well, there, there's so there's so many different trailers that you can choose from though so yeah i mean it, it's something that if you're a a fan of a, a particular truck or the look of a truck sometimes you can go for i know some people are loyal to the peterbilts or the max or the well, let's see we got volvos western star yeah the western star <clears throat> i i looked i just just like no, nah, nothing. I'm gonna pull the trigger on right now. Sure, I have enough things to kind of occupy my myself with. Yeah, yeah. I at least took a look. It was in a book. <laughs> Take a look. Do you uh, <laughs> do you check out uh, like what's your preferred source of uh, plastic models for? You have a, a local store in mind, or like a Hobby Lobby, or online? I I just went to Hobby Lobby. It was on okay. my drive home. So yeah. It's yeah, there like, you go. Like yeah, I can I can stop and take a look, mm -hmm. but Hobby Lobby selection is not that great really anymore. Yeah. When it comes to the model stuff, it's just it's a bunch of cars, I'll, like a few airplanes. Sure. It's like, eh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've I've kind of noticed that every every now and then when I I go back to 
Hobby Lobby. It's maybe once or twice a year, and it's like uh, you can you can find a, a greater selection on uh, sometimes the the local hobby shops or online. Uh, so, yeah, and I I looked a little bit online, but I didn't find anything at least in the like like maybe 10 15 minutes i was looking yeah when i got home but it'll uh it'll be a project mm -hmm. so oh yeah i see what you're talking about I'm just browsing a couple of websites here those just just the cab some of them are reaching uh triple digits as yeah price. <laughs> it's like and and my thing with like I don't buy a lot of those model kits because there's not a use for them, like in you know except to put them up on display. Yeah. Um, so if I buy model kits like that, I try to look for certain scales that work within the games and such that I play. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so <laughs> that way it's like yes, I'm going to paint this thing. But then I also get a piece of terrain that I can use in a in a game, or mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you, know, you want to make it uh, worth the investment, right? And so, like, even then, like a lot of the car models are too big of scale for like the miniatures and such that I have. So, yeah. Here's a one twenty fifth Ravel Kenworth nine hundred Aerodyne tractor, the one twenty fifth scale. 115 piece skill level four 12 years old and up recommended for uh 37 dollars and change hmm. yeah so some of them you probably get uh get for an okay price on the, the interwebs but uh yeah yeah it just kind of depends Mm -hmm. So I think there are fewer and fewer people who like to sit and do those sorts of models. Yep. You know, yeah, they, they've become more scarce, I'd say. Because the, the stock doesn't move and you, you also need uh, the dedication, supplies and time to do it. So, right. And even then, like I find people when you get into that community, mm -hmm. you're you're kind of like one of three things. You're either the guy who just like myself likes to paint models. You're going to have kind of free artistic will with it. Yeah. You have the, the kid who's just going to like, Oh, cool a car. And they're going to paint it with, yeah, you know, kid skills. So mm -hmm. it's going to be a little sloppy, but you know, they're having fun with it. And then you have the guys who are like, I'm going to make and paint and, you know, do all the work on this model to make it as historic and accurate as I can, you know? Yeah. You have the, the purists that, uh, like yourself that do the hand painting and then, then the, the whole, uh, airbrush market. So it's, uh, that's, that's yeah. a whole other, uh, dimension of adding color to, uh, your miniatures. So, yeah, and I will probably never go the airbrush route. Mm -hmm. I can they be handy with some things, sure, but I don't know. To me, yeah. I do this to relax. 
Yep. I enjoy the process. So I, I you know, it, to me, I'd rather sit and continually fiddle with stuff and with brushes and yes, take longer to do some of these, but I'm much happier with the results. Yeah. But there are even people who will, yeah. When you get into like the world of like competitive display miniatures. Yeah. It's not uncommon for them to spend hours on some of these things. And I mean, when I say hours, I mean like hundreds of hours. Oh yeah. For a show piece. And I think I've timed out at least with some of the stuff I do at about eight hours a miniature. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of variety in, in the, the detail and, uh, what was it? Uh, back in middle school and high school, I got big into the, the model rockets. Even with that customizing a rocket that had only just a set of decals, you could paint it as it was advertised or you could, throw on whatever whatever kind of design that suits your heart and you can start masking off and uh, and deciding to to throw a custom paint job so it was something that during our fifth grade the end of the year kind of celebration day of the end of the year um, our fifth grade class we all had model rockets and I always where I, I wanted to, to build a perfect rocket that went up, so it was something that my dad and I got into it. And you start with uh, lower-powered engines that you could see the, the the whole flight pretty easy, and then you get to the point where you're you're launching above the trees, worrying about the wind. That brings back good memories. There's there's one time we launched one at a local park. And it got stuck or drifted in its parachute phase into a tall cottonwood. And my dad and I had to go grab a rope and tape a baseball to the end of the rope and throw it up and basically hook a branch and snap a branch off the tree in order to retrieve the rocket. Because the, the way the rockets are built is... If you're good enough with the launch accuracy, launch angle, and playing the wind just right, you can reuse them as long as the rocket held up. With uh, with minor repairs, it it performed as as good as the the rocket would, or as as good as the engine would let you go. So I, I know the the struggle with uh, the the painting and the hobbies and. I I, I want to have I want to make more time to get back into it. So yeah, I still have uh, down here in the cave. Uh, I have our model rocket collection. Oh, there you Cause, go. Because we did that as kids as well. Yeah, and uh, including I have a couple of homemade ones as well. What 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 size engine do you guys do you guys usually use? You know, we haven't done it in a while, but I think like the biggest we ever did was like a D engine. Yep. Yeah. It was was biggest we ever went. I remember in fifth grade for the school, the school project was uh, the the maximum size engine for our rockets was an A, and I I had to talk my my teacher into uh, number one me not building the the rocket that came with the class because everybody was kind of a a variation of the same plastic fin setup, and I was like, "Hey, I want to do 
one where I can build it with uh, with help from my dad and uh, and and a B engine, if you will. And I was like, he's like, okay. So he he talked to my parents and I got the sign off on that. So it was something that I I was like, well, can I can I be like the last one, be like the grand finale type type thing? And he's like, well, I I suppose so. He, but it was it was a lot of fun because we just took it out to the baseball field and everybody launched off and brought my rocket ready to launch to class. Being the responsible adult, our fifth grade teacher was was wanting to do the the electric launch from a remote distance, about ten fifteen feet. Uh, whereas my dad and I had always launched with. Uh, just cutting like a fireworks fuse and just sticking it in the engine with a with the plug <laughs> instead of super but, safe. Well, it was. I mean, it was something that we'd cut a probably three or four inch length of of fuse, and uh, we we had no problem lighting it, and it'd give us maybe five seconds to back away and. But, uh, bang! That, that that one did not get the sign off from the fifth grade teacher. So, yeah, we always used the the remote start on ours. Yeah, we we always thought that the the I don't want to call them glow plugs because that that's for gas engines. Um, but then, uh, but it's something that we we always thought they were just so cheap, and it was another expense where my dad had a couple hundred feet worth of fireworks fuse or or whatever in the garage and he's like well the the rockets or the the, the kits come with a whole bunch of things or even you could you could stick a, a small stick to to wedge the fuse into the end of the engine and as long as it ignites that's that's the ultimate goal so we uh we had better luck with uh the firework fuse or firework uh type of igniter than just using the electric one because it's like, oh, you got to worry about batteries, and now you got to worry about this thing turning on and turning a key, and Nobody they're they're, they're anything. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so it was a little more Jerry rig way, but it was something that we we enjoyed the the excitement of getting the rocket set up and putting the the small three or four inch fuse in, and then stuffing it in, and then lighting it and running 20 feet away so we're safe and no it'll definitely be when when junior gets a little bit older well i'll get to introduce him to some of that so oh, yeah i'm sure he'll so, he'll enjoy it there's a photo opportunity nearby <laughs> okay so you couldn't tell rude boy is got the uh got the wheels on the road <clears throat> oh, he's off-roading right now, but yeah, it's outside of Colorado Springs. Well, my mouse doesn't want to move, so I'll use the controller. If it isn't one damn thing, it's another. <laughs> All right. Well, I got the photo moment. I don't need my mouse to drive. Photograph. Rude boy wants a photograph. North Dakota, but she not in the game yet. No, they're they're working on uh, 
Let's see. I think Oklahoma will be their next DLC release. And then they've also advertised that they're working on Kansas as the uh, further addition to the game. So working our way slowly eastward. I'm hoping that they could do like a Dakotas, Minnesota, and Iowa pack. Because that would add a good chunk of the map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they've uh, they've been working on supplementing and updating the look of their existing game as well by adding uh, sort of a intermediary. They've added the the trucky connection between Sacramento and Reno recently, and then some city reworks that make them. A little more authentic, so if you're from the area, you're getting a better feel for it. But uh, <clears throat> I still have plenty to explore in Colorado, so I'll just maybe kind of tinker around this area. Well, I would like Vegas to be expanded. I mean, even Denver. <clears throat> Larger cities like that make them, make them bigger. But yeah. it is a game. It's uh. It's interesting because I think like I read online how uh, if you're in a, an urban area or a city area, the scale of uh, driven road in the game to real world is uh, actually smaller than if you're in a uh, rural area. Well, don't hit those rocks. So I'm not sure, you, you don't know where the cutoff is, but it's something that if you're in a, a city area, you could drive 60 miles an hour for one minute and you'll cover less distance than you would if you were out in the sticks, which uh, I think helps make the cities feel a little bit bigger. But then it also gives you the impression that if you have to go on a 1,200-mile trip and you're only going through the occasional city that it goes by a little bit quicker. How do you feel about that, Howard? I mean, I've never been a big like big city driver guy anyway, so <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> Mark, have you discovered the racetrack in Arizona yet? No, I saw that you got a couple of Chivos for heading on over there, but uh, I, I had not gone the Arizona way. Yeah. That one is a, uh, that's a fun one to kind of test out your truck's uh, racing performance, if you will. And what do you do at said racetrack? You just get on the racetrack? Well, you can put in, uh, I mean, it's, let me, let me see if I can, let me see if I can go over there. Truck racing circuit. It is just, oh, it's just outside of Tucson. Of course it is. I'd say it's uh, more fun if you have the ability to um, race with other people because there's nobody that goes outside the map, like i.e. racing other people. But we'll head over there and I'll I'll show it to you and see what you think. I thought it was kind of entertaining, but it's like one of those Easter egg type things that's incorporated into the game that. It's fun the first time you try it, and then unless you have other people to race, it's kind of like, well, 
Uh, you have to earn money, and you're always burning gas as you uh, race around the track. So I wonder if there's a mod to add a timing device to the racetrack. <laughs> That's all you need. That. Yeah. Or you could have a trailers-only exclusive event. You have to pull a trailer <laughs> around the track. Turn signal sounded a little jacked up there. Oh. Your uh, your truck okay? Uh, it's doing all right. You just throw a little something else in the gas tank there. Diesel tank, sir. Throw a little, little something extra. Well, ding, 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 what, ding. what I like about the new Volvo, uh, it it seems to have a. Well, they I guess they they recorded the the engine sounds. Within the past year or so, they've been teasing the truck. So it's just got a different sound to it. Let me roll down the windows. So you get a better idea of how it sounds from the cab. I just think it has a more authentic truck sounding. Let's see if we got to go through this detour here. There's construction going on. But just outside the construction, you'll find a purpose-built truck racetrack. Like, Need for Speed Underground Truck Series. And there's actually a job right here, right at the end of the site. Yeah, you can pick up a job. So let's see, what, what do they have here? Oh, Mobile Barrier. That makes sense. Taking her out to Fresno. But I'm not going to do that job. Pick it up and set the clock back and do your race. <laughs> you get into this pre-paved area that looks like it's supposed to be a road that connects to the main city, but there's hardly any paint. There's a guardrail, but then you come up on the, the brow of this hill here, and there's this, uh, this racetrack with a full service center. Off the left here, a gas station where you can refuel. A wild, then, wacky, waving, inflatable, flailing arm tube man. Let's see, there's a couple of dirt bikes there, the whole uh, picnic area. And then, let's see, SCS Op Race Circle. Racer wanted. If you can read this, you are in range. So we've got the crazy uh, wow, used car lot guys. Flailing arm tube band. Yeah, let's go this way. So you can join the track, and then uh, you start start under the start gate and take her for a ride. They got trucks on display over to the left over there, just like they would at uh, your local truck dealership. But it gives you a little more space to knock some bumpers if you get a couple of friends to come race along and test out the performance. And then we're at the end of the track there. So it's a quick minute or so. Do you get any Chivos for it? Uh, I think for discovering the racetrack, you do. But... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see if people actually 
make any of the uh, times competitive or not, but helps you test your racing line a little bit. Because that's important in the semi-truck simulator. <laughs> Professional racing semi-truck simulator. <clears throat> well, Howard, you got any other places rude boy needs to travel to not off the top of my head no and uh truthfully get her oh we've mm. been talking for quite a while mm. it's uh it's about time we uh about that time about that time that we uh bring this show to a close and uh of course to do that everybody knows we do a little bit of cheap plugs here at the end of the show it's a uh, rude boy waving the the uh, the white flag for the final lap, so <laughs> <coughs> so we should probably get our own end. So yeah, beerbluesbs.com, our website, beerbluesbs.com. On the website, you got everything uh, triple B, including who we are, even who rude boy is, our uh, emails, contact info, how you can buy us a beer or a round, perhaps. We'd love if you would. And also our merch store right at the top of the page. Click the merch text and it'll take you there. Get some sweet, sweet clothes. We'd love for you to do that. Or perhaps shower curtain. That's there too. Uh, again, beerbluesbs.com. As for everywhere else, we're on all of the social medias and everything in between. From the video versions of this on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash beerbluesbs. You can also listen to us on the YouTube podcasts through the YouTube podcasting app. But we'd love for you to subscribe and click the thumbs up on our videos. Aside from that, we're Facebook and Instagram. Facebook.com slash beerbluesbs or Instagram.com slash beerbluesbs. Or just go up to the search bar, smash the text in there, beer, blues, and BS. Please click the thumbs up. Please share the episodes. Rude Boy is uh, needing that to get uh, to, to, to see some wrestling. So help us out. Help him. Help us. We do appreciate it. We're also on streamlabs.com slash beer, blues, BS, where you can see the store there. And when you see the store, you can donate or purchase some other T-shirts and whatnot. Maybe even uh, on our regular merch store, maybe a pint glass for the perfect, the perfect old-fashioned. As you can see, there's no cherry in that glass. So uh, you can do that, beerbluesbs.com. Click merch or the traditional wonderful triple B pint glass. The standard design, beerbluesbs.com. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. We do appreciate it on all of the places. And if you have any of the uh, audio podcasting platforms, please click subscribe for free on all of them. We are on Spotify, YouTube, of course, as I mentioned. We're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Player FM. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and yes, Amazon Podcasts as well. Other than that, well, 
We uh, do appreciate you joining us for this and every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Rude Boy Kyle, any parting thoughts as you're cruising? Uh, well, it's uh, good to uh, do a little late show uh, invasion and show you a little bit of uh, where I've been exploring the virtual USA and the trucking world and uh, hope to uh, be back soon and give my two cents on whatever BS you guys are talking about. About Tree Fitty. Yeah. <laughs> Power Blues. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I need to do a better job of being prepared for final thoughts. But uh, cop out. Yeah. Well, I mean, and listen, I'm I, I still only running on like five and a half hours of sleep. So I've um, only got three. That's, uh, <laughs> Welcome so, to the club. Yeah, did, did you work a 19-hour uh, shift yesterday, too? 19 hours, no, but I did do, uh, what was it, 14. That's uh, I'll, I'll say between yesterday morning and overnight into this morning, so. Yeah. We're not so, uh, we're not handing out trophies anytime soon. So no, no, it's oh, not a competition. <laughs> did you do a trophy? Here's a trophy. Here's your trophy. Right here's your trophy. Yeah. Not not a competition. It's nope. just oh yeah. Just, oh yeah. We're in it for the long haul. Thought Howard wanted to hand out a trophy. No. 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 Well, you got five you, hours of sleep. I got three you hours. Both, you both got one. So there. <laughs> Deal with it. Virtual trophy for uh, June of twenty three. Added the, to the least, shelf behind the least you, sleep, the least sleep award. One of these days, Kidder, I'm just going to actually just make a video sequence of you handing out a trophy, mm. and then every time that you do, you know this this bit mm-hmm. about giving out a trophy, I'm just going to mm-hmm. put that in. Sure, <laughs> you know, so animate it once. Mm-hmm. Only ever have to use it one more time, you know, again. So even like you'll just change shirts when you start doing it. I won't have oh, yeah. any actual audio. It'll just be like the audio from whatever the episode is, but it'll just be mm. that image of you. Hey, whatever works. I mean, I, you know, I think you need a trophy for that too. So congratulations. Appreciate that. Good job with the graphics design work on that. Handing out trophies left and right. It's uh, good stuff. With, with, with that, Kidder, I, I need a graphics for... Okay. <laughs> Oh, we're going to need an actual physical trophy to hand to each other uh, over... That costs money. Oh. <laughs> Anything's yeah. possible. We're running low budget on this thing. <laughs> we'll go with the graphics until we can get an actual trophy that we'll be able to send send to each of us. Holy crap. And, uh, Hopefully you're flying it up here because the shipping cost on that every week is going to be astronomical. Yeah. Well, all we got to do, kidders, you know, it's garage sale season. We just got to go around to garage sales, pick up a bunch of really cheap trophies that people are trying to get rid of, Hmm. do a little bit of modding on them to make it fit, you know, our aesthetic for this show. And then Hmm. we just send all of our usual, you know, guests 
a trophy, and then that way they they always hmm. just have one. There you go. Hmm. Thanks for not participating. Uh, I, okay. I might be able to repurpose some of my uh, my trophies from back in my baseball and hockey days. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we 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 could get the we could get the local geek to print us out a few more, you know, bottles. Attach those to them. See, this plan's coming together. It's all good ideas. There's yeah, something coming together, and it's definitely not the cohesiveness of this show. <laughs> so, I suppose for another day, another day, uh, evening, and another week, uh, I suppose we'll get the hell on out of here. So, thanks for joining us for this edition of Beer Blues NBS. We appreciate you being there. Remember, keep the glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that Goodyear tire-ridden Tuscan Highway. Have yourself a good one to catch you on the next Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Remember, keep the glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that Goodyear tire-ridden Tuscan Highway. Have yourself a good one to catch you on the next Beer, Blues, and BS. And weekdays, Monday through Friday, that is, noon to 3 central time on 96.5, the walleye. And they didn't didn't pay for a sponsorship, Kidder. (laughs) It's getting cut. Oh, you're getting paid? (laughs) (laughs) Yet to receive his first paycheck, maybe. (laughs) I I have to bring that up because anytime I mention somebody that's a company, Kidder, you know. They're not our sponsor. They're not. That's uh, that's what we call trade in the business because uh, we have our website on on their website. <laughs> that showbiz, baby. I I know. I just that 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 was the low hanging fruit of a joke. Yeah. I just yeah. I had to make it. You know, yeah. it was there for the grabbing. Scratch yeah. my back, I scratch your back. You know what I mean? You come out to Walmart, get a Coke and a smoke. That's what you were going to have here. It would have been one of those if I didn't make it, then poor future Howard would get to that point and go, why didn't I say that? <laughs> that happens mm. quite often where I'm like, oh. I like, the, I've never really heard of the walleye before, but I listened to this podcast one time. They recommended it. Man, That I listen to that thing 24-7 now. It's all about the music. It only takes one listener. <laughs>